0: Good evening. (laughs) Is it evening, really? No. (laughs) Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. How are y'all today? Okay. All right. So it's been uh, three months. Uh, Welcome back to the class. Uh, Especially for those who. uh, are attending only the Diamond Sutra. We just finished the first SGC after resuming class so the Diamond Sutra we are continuing and uh, some of you may be new um, I think a good number of you have been uh, following the class so I have posted the link to the uh, to the in website you can try to look for the PDF and download and then search uh, I'm gonna post another one which is actually in uh, is a another website it's a, another Buddhist website and they have it um, have uploaded the text for my for this sutra so um, and it's in simplified script, yeah. So it may be easier for some of you, yeah. And uh, if you want to search for the the section, so you can actually search for this. Let me see. And just type the text. There. This text. Um, uh, you can search for "造罪是这样". Uh, then you should be able to um, link to the correct um, page. So, search for. So I'm gonna switch over to the OneNote, then we can just start the class proper. Okay. So we stop here um, and in the last class that we had back in July, 26th of July earlier this year, uh or three months back, uh we stopped here and the section was about the um the merits from the practice of the diamond sutra uh, so we we we'll just continue I will not be doing a refresh of the sutra so um can you all see the text? I hope you all can see the text uh, yeah Brandon if you are using the PDF downloaded from my teacher then it's page one two two okay um uh, so 造罪是这样, 功德, 做功德也是, uh, 道理是一样, yeah. So uh, what is a Taoli? Yeah, so it is basically that um whether you are do you are, you do, uh, unwholesome deeds or wholesome deeds, something that is demerit or meritorious, um it has the, the, the same mechanism, similar mechanism. Yeah, That as long as you do it, then it plants a seed, at some point it ripens. Uh, so let's take a look. Yeah, so this is the first example, Yeah, it's about our attitude when we are doing something. Uh, in a way linked to the previous talk, uh, whether you do it uh, because you take interest and you love what you do 或者, 感情上不得以, <laughs> yeah. so I forgot i must i must uh, explain because uh, this is supposed to be in English so, 造罪是这样子, 做功的也是, so whether it's demerit or meritorious yeah it's the same mechanism yeah, the principle is the same. So, yeah so maybe when we are doing something meritorious maybe in terms of our our own intents our own wishes we may not be totally willing yeah but because someone ordered us to do it so we do this usually happens when we are younger when we are a child and uh, maybe we are we also don't know what we are doing and we are not really interested we are more interested in hanging out with our friends uh, or to to do to do something that we like but because our parents our mom uh, instruct us to go and do it so we do it or maybe we are in school yeah we would rather hang out in the mall or go and do something else but because the school has this CEP program you know so community engagement program or something, so we have to go and do. Yeah, so consciously, as far as our intent is concerned, we're not so interested, but we still do. Yeah.或者感情上，呃，不得已也做一点善事。Yeah. So maybe when we are when we are already grown up, yeah. So emotionally, we are not interested. Yeah. But because our loved ones. They, they want to do it, so we have to do it. Yeah. We do it half-heartedly, so, but we still do it. 或者对于做善事这件事还不太明白,但也是做了。So uh, mentioned earlier, maybe we don't really understand the whole, the whole process of doing uh, charity, but we still do it. Uh. So,比如说你是一个领导者, uh, yeah yeah so so say for example you are a, a leader in a group a community and then your 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 staff uh your your minions <laughs> yeah your uh those who work under you they make use of your name to go and to to do a lot of uh to do a lot of wrongdoings so, 雖然你自己不大知道這件事,但還有點責任的。So yeah. although you may not you know, uh, totally know about the matter, but you still have some responsibilities. Yeah. So it's like if you are a director in a company, you, you cannot just say I don't know. <laughs> in fact, in, in Singapore, there was such a case some years back. So there were some, uh, I think, uh, irregularities or fraudulent activities, and then when the board of directors were called in, the the some of the board of, some of the directors board directors said, oh, they did, they are not aware. So the judge actually um, passed a remark saying that they are directors, 董事长, not not董事长, uh, inside the董事会. So 不能说不懂, <laughs> that you cannot thin ignorance yeah so uh, yeah, so this is just an example or rather it is just a uh, a simile yeah so yeah so similarly for doing deeds. Uh, this so uh so maybe you don't uh get the results, maybe you get the results yeah maybe you get maybe you don't get the results, but there' still some merits yeah uh, I would presume that when my teacher say that maybe you get maybe you don't get uh it's more in terms of the the time duration yeah by uh, 做成了, 决定会受国报, 或者人的国报, 或者天的国报, yeah so but if you do it very clearly yeah you make a decision to do something wholesome and you do it with clarity yeah and with joy while doing it then uh when this this uh, wholesome deed is accomplished the you' are, you're for sure going to receive the results yeah be it the result as a human being, or the result as a heavenly being. Um, so uh, at this juncture, there's a sutta that I, I'm reminded of in the Pali Canon. So there was this, I think, is a prince. so he was not very convinced about the efficacy or the purpose of doing charity. But after some uh, some some discourses by the Buddha, he was somewhat convinced. So he instructed his uh, his his servant to uh, go and do do uh, offerings to the Sangha. Uh, but he wasn't uh, he was still not altogether so like enthusiastic about it. So he was not involved at all he just asked his servant to do it he just paid for it uh, the servant on the other hand is someone who is uh, a very pious Buddhist have faith in the Triple gem. Uh, can you know he, he 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 knows of the qualities he's he's very um, supportive so when uh, when he was instructed to do it he was very joyful yeah and he he uh, carry out the the, the the whole offering with joy and he's putting a lot of effort and time to really find the the finest items to offer and so on uh, all paid by the master yeah? uh, at the end of their life the two of them were reborn in the heavenly realms um, the, the master although he paid for everything the results. <laughs> he, he was reborn in a lower level than the, than the servant. Yeah, the servant was reborn in a higher state. Yeah. So it's very interesting. This is not the only sutta, but this is one of the suttas that illustrates how um, the attitude that we have when we do something meritorious um, ha- plays a very crucial role. So when we are. <laughs> When we are volunteers, yeah, or we, we are doing the the some some charity ourselves, uh, we should keep this in mind, yeah. Not simply to get more merit, but if we're going to do it, um, we should try to do it sincerely, do it properly, yeah. Don't just go through the motion, no? don't just go through the motion. Uh, now, granted. This is the false choice uh. so three three choices Um, let's say let's say let me see if I can uh, let me see uh, let me draw this out this is something that I've uh, I've covered before but I think this um, given the context of the text of this uh, part of the passage so imagine we 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 talk about let's say doing charity okay so doing charity so um the first category so let's say there are three categories okay one, two, three, and the first category is where a person do uh let me see. So the person do not do any okay? Charity. So this is the first category. Second category, uh do it mm, mechanically, okay. Yeah, etc So do it mechanically go through motion uh, not so sincerely and then the third category do it sincerely joyfully yeah etc. So early on we said that we should try to do this yeah so this is the most supreme. Um, and compared to number three, number two, compared to number three, is mm, less, like not so ideal, not so ideal. Yeah, you do it mechanically. It's like, uh, but compared to this, this is more superior. Yeah, this is the worst. To not do anything. Yeah, so do not be disheartened. Yeah, even if you do not do it the best way, but you are still doing it, please continue to do it. Yeah, uh, and where you can, yeah, put in the heart, put in the effort, put in the sincerity to do it. Okay. So okay, let me see. How do I scroll the page? This app sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, the user interface is like they try to improve the user interface, but sometimes the more they improve, the worse it becomes. Like the scroll bar, the scroll bar occupies a very small area, but because of the you know, touch interface, so now they hide the screw bar when you are know, not using it. But as a result, you have no way to, like, I move my mouse around, I cannot access the screw bar. I must screw in the screw wheel, then the screw bar appears. So, this is a very, <laughs> this is one of those idiosyncrasies of software, you know, sometimes. From the software developers, developers point of view they, they, with the best intent you know, they, it takes time for them to code this in uh, it doesn't just happen by itself but the change may not always suit, be suitable Okay, so next uh, over here uh, so over here yeah, so just now we talked about how uh, we may do it willingly, we may not do it unwillingly uh, so maybe your results may vary uh, but as far as the sutra and commentaries are concerned, what happened? But yeah. yeah. So, firstly, in the sutras and commentaries, some of them, it says that as long as sentient beings have committed uh, a wrongdoing, the experience yeah the is inevitable. the experience of the results the so called retribution, if you will, the results of that unwholesome karma, the wrongdoing is inevitable yeah it's impossible not to experience the result hmm. so um having said that. In the, in the Majjhima Nikaya, if you look at one of the sutra, the Angulimala Sutta, uh, Varabha Angulimala, uh, towards the end of his life, he was bashed to death. Yeah? Uh, in his dying breath, he went back to look for the Buddha, and it's a point of curiosity for him, like he went to see the Buddha and asked the Buddha why he is still experiencing such uh, an ending given that he has attained arahanhood so the Buddha explained to him that the evil that he has done yeah, bear in mind, Venerable Angula Mala is uh, the, the infamous uh, Venerable who who was a bandit who killed a murderer serial killer, he killed 999 uh, he was purported to have killed 909 individuals uh, according to the sutra um, and um, it's only through the when, when the Buddha um, uh, appeared in front of him and then counselled him and, and that he changed. Yeah. So despite that, yeah, and and because of that he changed. He, he, he came to the realization of his folly act, yeah, his murderous act, and he stopped, and then he practiced and attained arahanthood. But despite that. The result still happened. Yeah? he was uh, murdered towards the end of his life. So the Buddha told him, all the evil deeds that he has done, he should have uh, he should have uh, He should have uh, been reborn in the lower realms in hell for a long, long time. So what he is experiencing is just a fraction of that result. Uh, to and ask him to bear with it. Uh, to bear with it yeah. so, um, so this, this is quite interesting yeah. um, so this is one example of how even for arahants, they still experience the results uh, uh, so supporting that statement but yet at the same time um, not experience the full results which is to be reborn in hell uh, so my teacher then goes on to say uh, 众生要造罪的时候, 说, 你不要造罪, uh, um. So my teacher is saying that when sentient beings want to commit, uh, unwholesomeness, at that point in time, the Buddhas and Buddhist sattvas has no way to, to obstruct them. Uh, simply by saying, uh, by saying don't don't do it, <laughs> yeah, so then what about the sutta that I just mentioned? The Buddha clearly managed to stop him, yeah um, but in fact, in fact, the Buddha do- didn't simply appear and make him stop at least in the text, uh, we see that there was a uh, there seemed to be a bit of a consideration because at that point in time, what was the Buddha trying to stop him to do? The Buddha was trying to prevent him from killing his own mother, because that morning the mother, out of compassion for his son, decided to go into the forest and look for him. Yeah, look for uh, look for Angulimala. At that point in time, he was not a monkey, uh, because the king has decided to send troops to to uh, apprehend him. So the, the the poor mother wanted to save the, the son. Uh, but when the son saw her, he was like, ah, what to do? Despite being my mother, you're the, you're the last person I need to kill. So he was intent on killing the mother. So it was at that point that the Buddha manifests himself. Um, and uh, <clears throat> this to me is a salient point, yeah, the turning point, where Venerable Angulimala or Angulimala at that point in time, he made a choice. yeah. He made a choice to kill the ascetic, who is the Buddha. He didn't know the Buddha, so to speak. Uh, it was just an ascetic compared to his mother. And to me, that is what saved him. The Buddha provided an option, but he still had to take that option. The option to to kill a stranger compared to the mother. Yeah, His, his kindness towards the mother, his compassion... His filial piety, if you will, towards the mother is what really saved him. The Buddha played a crucial role to offer that option, yeah. And many times that's all we need—an opening for us to take a step back to think, yeah. So um, the, the the following verse, yeah, in the text, uh, my teacher explained.不能长来的。Uh, yeah, uh, 果, 果报时, yeah, yeah, so one is doing the act, the other one is facing the result. Buddhas and Buddhistatas uh, in Buddhism, Buddhism is a very unique religion in that sense. We don't claim to have um, omnipotency. That means nobody in uh, in, in the Buddhist uh, teaching makes a claim uh, to having absolute power. And in fact in the Buddhist teaching the, the Buddha don't see anybody with absolute power. There's no one with absolute power because everything is dependent on conditions. So even when the Buddha and Bodhisattvas uh, try to intervene um, to to help and guide uh, sentient beings to prevent them from committing unwholesome deeds. Uh, it has to follow conditionality. Yeah, Buddhas and Buddhist cannot just go in, snap a finger, <laughs> you know, say a few words, or like just will really it not to happen. No, uh, they may, they may. Uh, uh, so to speak by by appearing or by some sharing um, create the conditions yeah present conditions for the sentient being to make a choice but the choice is still on them on the sentient beings to do good to avoid evil or otherwise yeah uh, but once the the deed has been done in Due time when conditions have ripened, the individual have to will experience the result. Uh, Buddh- Buddhas and bodhisattvas, and for that matter, no one in the world can say, No, you don't have to go. Not possible. No, not possible. So, uh, yeah, so this is something quite unique in Buddhism. Yeah, Buddhas, bodhisattvas, uh, for that matter, Arhans and Pachika Buddhas, nobody. Yeah, have made such a claim, and in as far as Buddhist teaching is concerned, nobody has this ability. Yeah, uh, now there may be others who, who uh, some of you who are uh, familiar with other religions, some religions make such a claim that 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 there exists some divinity, yeah, some god or gods, who have absolute control over things yeah. Uh, absolute power over everything yeah? we call it almighty uh, or omnipotency so um, this is not a criticism uh, but throughout history um, critics <laughs> philosophers uh, in fact some of the theologians have asked this question yeah if just as an example, huh? like let's say in uh, in some religion like Christianity, so there's this question and, and in fact most religion make a claim or or have a faith or belief that their God is omnipotent, yeah, almighty, and at the same time all good. So so then philosophers have, have throughout all time asked the question: if such a being is all powerful and uh, all merciful and all just and good then why is that still evil yeah if, if it is possible to just remove evil then why not just remove it you know and of course throughout history uh, other theologians have tried to you know ungrapple this conundrum yeah but this is uh, this is a known uh, contradiction a known uh, paradox yeah. the paradox of a uh, being being all powerful and all compassion and yet uh, to have evil exists yeah. so uh, in Buddhism there's no such a claim okay so for oh, we are here okay for 很多, yeah. So as far as sentient beings are concerned, there are many matters, many many matters that the Buddha has um has ability to, to assert influence or change. Yeah. Uh, the Buddhas have this ability. But as far as this is concerned, doesn't have that mastery over it. Yeah. Uh, not able to just simply make it change at will, yeah uh, but on a in a larger s- s- scheme of things uh, this is this extends to that even for other things that the Buddha has influence over it the Buddha um, the way it's done will still conform to conditionality that means it must depend on conditions the Buddha cannot simply. Make something happen without conditions. Uh? And for that matter, anyone. There must always be conditions. So, yeah, so how about those who are non-Buddhist? Uh, the Buddha and Buddhist sattvas to uh, towards non buddhists still they, they have uh, loving kindness and compassion towards them. Have uh, love and and protection and care towards them, yeah. But what about it? I <laughs> help but still cannot be helped. Ah, uh, but, uh, but if such a an individual were to come into the Buddha Dharma and learn the the way of the wisdom path. 嗯 Yeah Then the buddhas and bodhisattvas is able to uh help yeah, to transform it yeah, to transform it. Uh, so this is quite crucial. Uh. While my teacher highlights that if this individual come into Buddhism, come into the Buddha Dharma, that's a prerequisite. It's not simply going through the ceremony, take refuge and be done with it uh, and continue with the evil way or wrong ways. But learn about wisdom. That means you learn and practice wisdom. You change yourself. Uh, then in this way, the Buddha and Bodhisattvas can can what? Can help? Help to transform. Hmm. Not that the Buddha just snap the finger and the individual transform. But through the teachings, then the individuals transform, change the mindset, change the way the person act, change the way the person speak. And body, speech and mind all change. And over time, then the person don't, don't continue the wrongdoings. And as a result, even those deeds that has been done in the past, they don't resonate so strongly. They are not. They don't connect with those uh, unwholesome acts so strongly, and as a result, then they can transform. They can change, change the heavy karma to light karma. Uh, but this requires the individual to change themselves. Uh, so it's not simply about adopting the label Buddhist, yeah, not simply going through some ceremony then countima, no but buddhism is like that or rather the truth is like that (laughs) whether you believe or not this is how it is it's just like it's it's actually in real in real life we see this also it's just like if you go to a good school but you don't study you're still going to fail the exams isn't it even if you go and sign up for some tuition center that is like wow super good there's no teacher no tutor who can who can simply say, I can just make your son get straight A's, I can make your daughter become a genius, without any change from your son or daughter. And that's why the, the one thing that so-called good schools and the good tuition centres can offer is the environment for them to um, learn. But the child must, at some point, uh, see the light and start to learn. Yeah. And that's perhaps where the, the good teachers um, and the uh, and tutors in the schools and the tuition centres uh, make a difference, where they can inspire, they, can, they know how to, they are able to um, explain in a way that helps the student to uh, have an aha moment, oh that isn't so complicated, I can understand that, ah then there's interest and from the interest there's effort and with the effort there's results uh, then there's change without that the same for worldly examples the same for our spiritual progress yeah? nobody can just <laughs> s- <laughs> no, no such things uh. so, 说完全不受 mm. yi. so while, while a person may uh, learn the Dhamma, and then it can transform the results to some extent. Yeah? But to say that you completely don't experience any results, uh, that's not easy. Yeah? Uh, unless, unless what? Uh, unless there's very strong uh, uh, power, strength from the perfection of wisdom. <coughs> yeah? So just now I mentioned about varibangulimas, uh, the the example, right? Uh, so you, you see, for an arahant, the result of hell, the arahant is able to not experience it. Yeah, up to the final birth, he doesn't have to be reborn in hell. Uh, but he still experience the the result of being bashed up. Yeah. Now if you if you consider someone else who is a lay person um, okay I I take that back. Someone who is unenlightened because enlightened beings can be lay people also. Uh, good news huh? <laughs> so if a person is unenlightened and have done so so heinous a deed then um when the person is being bashed up the person will feel will will react very negatively, very with unwholesome states. Yeah so as a result, it will connect with the rebirth in hell. Yeah. Whereas for an enlightened being, it doesn't connect anymore. So you experience it, similar to not experiencing it. As far as the response is concerned, it's like he never ex- experienced it. Yeah. It's like someone scolded you in a foreign language, and then you hear it, it's like you never heard it. <laughs> so one <laughs> what. <coughs> 应该怎么解释? uh, so, this phrase, one so. completely not experienced. Not experienced, what the result. How can we explain this? So, 比如说, so, for example, in the Diamond Sutra, there is the there is the recollection where the Buddha talked about how when he was practicing patience. Yeah. What about it? 用刀劍武器傷害他的生命,聖人能受而不受。So, yeah, uh, as far as that example is concerned, when the Buddha himself was a cultivator, cultivator of patience. And then, uh, as you all recall the, the text above, uh, he was uh, he was dismembered by the king. Yeah, 哥立王, 姐姐, limb by limb he was, he was cut up, but he was able to um, go through that without any visible response. Yeah. He was able to um, so-called experience but yet not experience. Senrennen shou a Yeah, But that is enlightened beings. But from unenlightened beings, with our ordinary eyes, when we look at it. Uh, what do we see? A woman see. Ah, we see. Ah, we our worldly point of view, yeah. we see. Ah, we see. Ah, we see. Ah, we So this is literally our physical eye, physical eye. This is opposed to wisdom eye. So that means we we look at it superficially, then we may see, oh this person also falls sick, have cancer, that person got stabbed, oh a lot of trouble, a lot of... Uh, agitation, a lot of problem. Yeah. But what about the person who is experiencing it? 这都是无所有的, but if it's an Arahant, that means a fully enlightened person experiencing it, all this is as good as void. Yeah. In the mind, it is equanimity. Yeah. The Arhan experiences it um, with the mind. Not that the Arhan don't know that he's being stabbed. Ah. <laughs> not that the Arhan don't know that he falls ah. sick. some initially we, we may think that we oh that means that Arhans ah, when they fall sick and you go and ask, uh, Bante, are you okay? 法師長老,你還好嗎? Oh, oh eh, ah, <laughs> Noah. Uh. It's not that the Arhan is clueless, you know, have cancer, yeah, don't know that he has cancer. Yeah. Bleeding, yeah, the wound, yeah, with a oh, don't know, uh, that's there's blood la, huh? this is blood, la, I don't know. No, uh. that is ignorance. This is not wisdom. It is that even as all this is happening, the Arhan experience it not being attached to any of this so the mind is able to be impartial yeah? as far as the the mind the as far as the mind, the emotions is concerned yeah? for the arahan all this is uh, his equi- equi- is equilibrium for him yeah? he has equanimity towards all these different experiences he go he experienced uh, uh, sickness, he experienced health, he is unmoved. But he knows the difference. He's not attached to the difference. That is the difference. <laughs> For us, a bit of difference, wow, we, we hold on to it, we grasp onto it like it's the most important thing. Yeah. So it is that in the mind he is able to not not be moved. 不受一切法 means you you don't get affected by it. You don't grasp onto it. That's why you are not affected by it. So,那么这受就是没有受. So, there's still show. Uh, there's still experience of it. Uh, it's not that he's oblivious of the experience. There is experience and he's aware of it. But he's not attached to it. He don't grasp onto it. That's why it's as good as not experiencing it. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, so another Arhan, Venerable Mahamugalana, he was uh, attacked by one of the uh, the group of ascetics, uh with whom he practiced before. Uh, so this is a side story. Yeah, this is a side story. This is another uh, account of another great Arhan. He, before he learned under the Buddha, he... Uh, this is actually... Uh, I, I should have mentioned during the SGC. Because recently in the Telegram chat, someone uh, shared this uh, this YouTube clip. And the YouTube clip is basically one of those uh, extreme evangelists. I say it's extreme evangelists because normal Christians don't do such things. Uh. Normal Christians don't spend their time trying to distort other religion to um, like put other religions down only extremists do this yeah normal Christians spend their time learning about Jesus Christ learn trying to better themselves not spend time distorting other religions to you know yeah this is wrong this is not right yeah it's one thing to share your religion it's another thing to distort other religion yeah so it, someone shared this uh, this this YouTube clip uh, to us to to raise awareness yeah so uh, it was in the midst of my three months so uh, while I I actually saw a preview you know from the notification but I didn't respond to it Um, I've I've seen this video before uh, some years back so it's not a new thing but every now and then it surfaces again. Every now and then it surfaces again. Um, the the intent and purpose of the individuals who come up with such videos, I think I can leave it to um, uh, you all to go and decide what the uh intent they have. Um, but so <laughs> the 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 whole idea that someone. Um, went to hell and saw the Buddha there and, and Buddha I hope it's the correct video uh, and then the, the claim that um, the claim that the Buddha actually um, uh, want us to stop learning the teachings um, because he's suffering in hell this is nonsense uh, because in fact there is the commentary or there's the, the text about variable ma, Maha Mughalana, Which is similar to this. So, Venerable Mahamoggalana used to practice under another school before he learned from the Buddha. Um, But after he learned from the, he heard the verses uh, from uh, Venerable Asaji, and then he he heard it from Venerable Sariputra, who in turn heard it from Venerable Asaji. And upon hearing it, he awakened to the first fruit so after that at some point he, the two of them went to see that th- their previous teacher to tell them that he to tell him that they, they have discovered the, the path that the true path so the the teacher was uh, very happy for them but declined the, rec- the, the suggestion the proposal to go and learn from the Buddha because stating that he was already old and you know has many disciples so that would not be right uh, so sometime later he passed away and then through uh, through his psychic vision variable maha Mughalana discovered that that teacher is in hell so we went to see him and that teacher and that teacher actually told variable maha Mughalana, and I think variable Sariputra also told them that you know to, to ask the other disciples to stop Learning and propagating that teaching, because he is still his his term in hell is perpetual because there's there's no end to people learning it. Yeah, so um, if I get that uh, video correct, it's it's actually a mishmash of this. Yeah, but it's not the Buddha who was in hell. It's another teacher. Yeah, it's another teacher the question the, the problem is um, anybody can can uh, make such a claim and say that you are you, you, you went to hell and you see this you see that you know uh, in the case of varabha but and, and varabha Sariputra, uh Sariputra seeing that um, the 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 his his fellow practitioners from the earlier school would not be agreeable yeah so he didn't um, uh, pass the message but verabal mahamoglana passed the message and the, those disciples in those schools they were not happy of course and you know in response they killed him yeah but in the in the the chinese uh, canon it is i think 持藏外道 yeah so they bash him yeah really bash him up, and kill him. Fortunately, Buddhists don't do such things. (laughs) Yeah, and and please don't do such things, okay? Yeah, as much as there are some extreme uh, evangelists, okay, there are some extreme people out there who, who devote so much of their time to distort people's religion, our response is, we clarify, yeah? The trouble is, there's a dime a dozen, you know. Yeah, And that's why Buddhist teachers usually don't spend their time refuting all this. Because today you refute this, then after a few years, after a few months, someone share again. Then you, you end up having to just keep on spending your time, then no end, you know. Or over the years, I've seen a lot of different contents. Yeah, Recently, another student. Uh, It's a new student, uh, it's a Vietnamese lady, and she shared that, you know, it's only recently that she encountered my uh, teachings on emptiness online, and from there she found other classes uh, online, the recordings. And so she shared that um, one of her Christian friends has shared with her this uh, booklet, and it's entitled uh, The Lotus and the Cross. Basically, a fictitious conversation, uh, uh, a, a fictitious conversation between Buddha, Christ, and some individuals in the story. So, um, she asked whether I can um, help answer some questions because when she read through, the the, the Buddha is portrayed as uh, being very like. Um, how do how do I put it? Uh, not very compassionate and very rigid in in the application of the teachings, and doesn't seem to um, uh, understand or empathize with the the plight of the individual characters in the story. Um, so I, I I and then she uh, she she asked whether I can actually uh, help to clarify. So I, um, on Tuesday I clarified part of it, and um, today is Sunday. Yesterday I. I had a session um, and I clarified the rest of the book, um, but one of the things, well, I'm not going to go through the the text here or ever, uh, but uh, unless there's really a need, uh, but there's a few things I want to point out, and, which is that, as I said, a dime a dozen. We can clarify this, but they, they will tweak here and there and then come up with a new book, booklet Every, every now and then they come up with a new book, booklet, no end to this, really no end. In school, maths teacher just spend their time teaching maths. In school, physics teacher just spend their time teaching physics. Art teacher just spend their time teaching art. English teacher, Chinese teacher, they just spend their time teaching their own subjects. They don't spend time criticizing or distorting other subjects to make people study their subject combination. This doesn't happen, you know, in university accounts uh, professor don't 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 go to engineering school to 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 try to preach to them to tell them ah no point studying engineering <laughs> no no future, no. Why? Because accounts professors and lecturers they have better things to do to to teach accounting principles of accounting to those who want to learn accounting engineering. Uh, lecturers, they don't have time to to go and you know come up with a funny story and distort the 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 the, the teachings or, or the syllabus in other faculties or for that matter other universities, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I I told that student I said uh, first of all we must uh, know that this book is not based on is based neither on the the Buddha's teaching nor on the Bible. This book is purely fictional and is uh, the perception of the writer of these two religions. In the foreword, he claimed to have asked various monks for input and so on, but I can assure you, if you read through even just part of the text of the booklet, it would appear that those who were interviewed were not aware of the uh, the the script yeah so he basically just asked about the teachings and then in chinese we call it zhang qi. yeah he misquote out of context the teachings to position it in a very um, uh, denigrating way but cannot be helped you know some some extremists are always doing such things yeah how can there be peace and harmony in this world? I mean, there are a lot of reasons why there are conflict. But this is one thing that we can solve. But some individuals just don't want. They, they, they cannot understand that if they continue to do this, this is one more flashpoint for conflict to arise. In Singapore, we we, we have our ways to... To uh, resolve that, and Buddhists, by and large, we we are um, we, we we don't simply just go and attack people. Yeah. Uh, in recent years, you know, you, you stir enough. <laughs> yeah, in Myanmar, all it takes is for you to stir long enough, right? Then something like that happened. I'm not saying it's right, and we shouldn't do it. Yeah, uh, but have to keep that in mind. I want to just finish this paragraph here, and then we wrap up for the day. Oh. So, um, as far as the... Uh, ah, so this part, <laughs> Yeah. So this can happen, you know, when you pass a message that people are disagreeable with, yeah. Uh, so from uh worldly point of view then it appears oh Venerable Mahamugdullah suffered a lot. But from his point of view he, he wasn't suffering. Yeah. Yeah. As far as if he's uh unenlightened being then yeah, did. Uh, so according to my teacher, then he is able to restore uh, himself back to original and then continue you know, walking on the street, go for arms round and talk as though everything is normal. Yeah. Uh, but in the case of Varebal Angulimala, he was killed. right? Uh, from what I know, Varebal Mahamugulana was also killed. Yeah. Uh, and that's the thing about Buddhism. It is not that you you learn the dharma, attain enlightenment, and then um nothing bad will happen if there were conditions that were already planted and has reached a certain point when it will ripen, it will still ripen. The difference is when you are enlightened, you face it as it is yeah, yeah. you you will not fight or struggle with it, yeah. But uh, out of compassion, one may uh, experience it in a way that can still help others. So, we'll stop here. It's 4.32. And then we'll continue next week. Um, Today is the 8th of November. yeah Colin says that uh, yeah thanks for co- com, uh, your comments I for, for me um, I think at some point uh, Buddhist Buddhists should not simply just keep quiet on everything also huh? <laughs> we should speak up as the Buddha uh, has in many occasions mentioned in the Mahaparinibbana uh, Sutta, the Buddha highlighted that uh, it is when he, when the fourfold community—the monks, the nuns, the laymen, and laywomen—are uh, able to distinguish, able to discern true dharma from false dharma, and able to to speak up, to stand up, and clarify, uh, then his job is done, and then he will enter parinibbana. Yeah, so, while on one hand, we should remain uh, unmoved. Yeah, Unmoved doesn't mean you don't respond. Unmoved means that you don't become agitated, you don't get upset, yeah? but it doesn't mean that you condone such acts. So if you ever encounter individuals who try to distort the Buddha's teaching, you should speak up. Yeah, huh? uh, And if not, if nobody speak up, then well, sooner or later, the, tr- the Dhamma is still the Dhamma, the truth is still the truth. Uh, but when the truth is not spoken, when nobody knows what is the truth, then who is as good as gone? Uh, till next week, 愿消三藏出烦恼, 愿得智慧证明了, 起立